Welcome to the Talent Brand Podcast, brought to you by the Talent Brand Alliance. Talent Brand Alliance is a community for recruitment marketing, employer branding, and employee communications professionals who want to connect with and learn from their peers, both online and in person. We're here to talk and learn about all things recruitment marketing, talent brand building, and employee communications with the employee experience storytellers that do this every day. All right. Welcome back to the Talent Brand Podcast. Really special edition today. Excited to bring you some close friends of mine and also fellow TBA board members and and really talk about what's coming up for the Chicago Summit, as well as dig into how we think about some of the foundational things for us as talent branders. And um, I'll kick it off. Crystal, Crystal Lay, thank you so much for being here. Please tell the folks who are listening a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Got it. Well, hi, folks. I am Crystal Lay. I am the CEO of GBS, a boutique employer branding and recruitment marketing and advertising firm. Um, I spend my day geeking out on building employer brands that resonate with people. We focus a lot on person environment fit which is the evolution of EVP. So, um, so that's, you know, looking at that. And then how do you build inclusion and inclusive employer brands? And a lot of that is looking at the individual and what they value, but also who they are. So looking at things like um, neuroinclusion and hidden disabilities, different ways of learning um, and incorporating whole self into work. So Sounds, um, if it sounds a little bit, you know, EB nerdy, it is that that leads into a lot of what we'll be talking about today. And, and I think at our workshop, which is how do you measure all of that? So it's a huge passion of mine. And so that's who I am. That's what I do and what I'll be talking about in our workshop. Awesome. I love that. Bring those elements that we see externally, but into um, more of the employee focused assessment and uh, and support. And I will always say that I want you to talk nerdy to me. So don't worry about going there, Crystal. Please keep it up. Um, and Camille, Camille Richardson, thank you so much for joining us. Tell the folks at home who might not know you yet who you are and what you do. Thanks, Brian. So great to be here. Really excited to have this conversation uh, with you folks. And I am Camille Richardson. I am currently at Meta. Um, so if you think of Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, Oculus, and the Metaverse, um, I am really thrilled to be leading the employer brand team there and have been there for about five years. So my team is essentially responsible for driving positive sentiment um, for Meta as an employer. But beyond that, I also manage our in-house creative team, our channels team, our website team, and, um, and of course, our employer brand team that includes diversity brand as well. So uh, lots of different angles that I'm always looking at, different facets of this work in this space. And uh, on the TBA side of things, I sit on the board as our mentor ch- mentorship chair. So if you are interested in being a mentor or uh, need to be mentored, check out career guides on the TBA website. Thanks. Absolutely. So glad you're here, Camille. Um, uh, I'm not sure how many teams you just mentioned managing, but it's a lot. And, uh, and as you understand, um, there, there, it takes a whole bunch of different perspectives and thinking about that, that dynamic. So 
um, you have to, have to, have to have a really good grasp on relationships when you have multiple teams because all of your teams are going out and they're connecting with the people that you serve, your clients, your employees, all the hiring leaders. And so you have to understand how they're all connected. And so just really quickly, um, I'll, uh, I'll also add um, and I'll kick off the discussion around the foundations workshop. There are three things that we talked about needing to really dig into. And for me, it's about building a team. I've built a couple teams over the years, um, one that's you know over 13 people at one point. And now um, I've, I've scaled back to, uh, to a team of, of one, soon to be more than one, thankfully. But, but really understanding how do you make the business case for that? And then what are the roles that need to fit together so you can function? And that depends on a whole bunch of different things. But I'll be covering the, um, the team building part uh, of this, um, how to grow the headcount, and then, and then what types of uh, roles uh, need to be tasked based upon your organization. And also based upon the numbers that you measure and the relationships that you have with the different stakeholders like marketing for example. Um, so uh, Camille, you, you, ta- you hinted a little bit, but I would love to, to dig in a little bit more about how you think about um, what people are going to get from the relationships part of, of our discussion of the workshop in Chicago. Absolutely. So I will, as Brian mentioned, be talking um, to everyone about building relationships and the value in that. And relationships, if you think about it, are really the foundations of everything, everything that we do, um, every achievement that we have um, in the workplace. And there's some core elements of relationships um, from a framework perspective that I'll talk a bit about you know, what's required and what's really needed to build those strong relationships at work. And we'll also dive into who are we talking about building relationships with, right? So in our roles, as Brian mentioned, there's lots of connections that we make all the time, and we have to always consider who we're speaking to, what we want out of that conversation, out of that relationship, and where can this add to our goals and what we're hoping to achieve. So when you think about people like you know your peers, team members, stakeholders, your manager, your direct reports, if you're a people manager, those cross-functional partners, marketing was mentioned, you know HR, if you think about employee experience, teams. Um, there's so many people within your sphere um, at work that you can truly influence and um, and help build that partnership with to help get you to where you want to go. So there is that direct link from the building of strategic and strong professional relationships to something like the building out of a team. So there's very much that influence component that has to happen and how does influence happen? It happens through relationships. So there's a lot that I'm going to dive into. Really excited to talk about it more and about how it relates to both metrics and building teams. Will you talk about what to do when you put your foot in, a, in your mouth on a global stage? Uh, because I've done that. I have, I, have, I have burned some bridges internally. I have um, misspoken. I've done a lot of things, um, and I have some of the battle scars to prove it. But will we will we talk about that at all in um, in your part of the workshop, Camille? Absolutely. Relationship repair is a key component to maintaining a strong relationship. Things happen, right? We say the wrong thing. Maybe it's the right thing at the wrong time to the wrong audience, perhaps. 
And there are always ways to um, correct, redirect, and kind of forge a new path with a partner. And so uh, I've been there too, you know, where I've sent something over and via email and I just reread it thinking, nope, that was not it. <laughs> should have should have thought about that more. should have rephrased this. Um, know that I need to probably have a follow-up conversation now to clarify some things. Um, so I will get into that. And just a, a quick preview and a key is uh, the quicker the repair can happen, the better off you'll be. Yes. Uh, acknowledgement and repair, right? Uh, so that you Absolutely. so that you can try to try to save that face. So thinking about acknowledgement, thinking about reporting and the things that a lot of leaders care about, we think about metrics and there are so many things that we can measure. Crystal, I'd love your thoughts around how you coach people because you do a lot of this work. You work with lots of different um, client companies and you walk them down a path of what numbers matter. I'd love to hear more um, about your perspective on that. Sure. So I think, you know, kind of playing off of what Camille just said, you know, relationships really are key. And, and so you can use metrics as a connecting point and a connection point within your organization by understanding what matters to uh, various stakeholders and the organizations that you serve. So you can use data integrity and, and metrics to, to sort of bridge the gaps between teams um, and their understandings, which helps get folks off like their little islands of one or their their <laughs> you know silos and um, come together to accomplish something really special for your organization. But it takes a lot of pre-work. So, you know, we start conversations to see where people are in their understanding and again, what they care about, what matters to them so that we can make sure that we're measuring the right things. And you do that by asking the right questions and and seeing like what resources you have to be able to fulfill on that. So understanding, for example, like what the marketing team uses to measure success, what does talent acquisition use to measure success can be really helpful in understanding what does the brand, the employer brand need to, to measure from a talent branding perspective um, to make sure that we're, we're doing the things that matter to push the needle forward for our organization. And and it's really an important call out because we start this process and we think it's all on our shoulders. So as those of us who, who might have been or are solo talent branders, the, we, we start this process and we think we've got to go do it all. And, we, and so a lot of the misperceptions come from, I have to figure out what to measure, how to measure. I have to figure out who to talk to. I have to figure out the messaging. I have to figure out how this reporting is delivered. I have to figure out is this what people actually care about? No, you don't. Yeah, you don't you have don't. to do all that. You don't. And in fact, when you when you try to do it all on your own, it's it's almost a surefire way to miss, right? Because your perception and and how even just language that you may use may differ from um, other people within the organization. And so when when you really um, try to go off and be on your own little island, what you find is you you miss the wider world, right? So starting with understanding first and using that as the connection point um, to the relationships that Camille was talking about that you're trying to foster within the organization can help you not only lighten your load, but make sure that you're pointing in the right direction. Like everybody's North Star is the same. Yeah, and one of the, one of the points where I've made mistakes is you everybody's been there or everybody who started in a talent brand role or employer brand recruitment marketing um, related role, you do like that first round of really excited, 
glad handing and intros and who do I meet? And I'm going to, I'm going to go and I'm going to meet this person and that person and this person and go over here and I'm going to do this. And one of the biggest mistakes that I've made is I've spent the majority of the time that I was given talking to the person and not asking, like telling them about me and what I wanted to achieve and what my goals were instead of asking them how they do things and what would they like to see. And that's something that I know I'll, uh, that kind of overlaps everything. Um, but that's a big mistake that I've made is, is not coming into those conversations looking for the right thing. So I know that some of those, some of the outputs from this foundation's workshop are going to be, what questions do you need to ask? How do you, yep. how do you work together? And so we, as we think about outputs, um, Camille, I know we talked about this and I know we're working on developing these assets. What, um, what do you see as one of the biggest outputs or takeaways from this workshop from your perspective? I absolutely see an action item that we can work on a bit in the session and then just take with us and take back to work and think about it more and build it out is um, essentially kind of like an org chart of who all of those relationships are in your organization that you need to build, that you need to nurture and maintain. And then consider what your approach will be for each of those and really what are those you know, points of mutual benefit, kind of what are the things that you may need to work through with people depending upon their role and the organization and how that interplays with you. Um, there's there's going to be quite a bit of detail shared around how you can take this back to work and think about the people that you need to maybe spend more time with, that you maybe need to get to know more. Um, it could be on a personal level. It could be on a, you know, let's share our goals. Let's have a conversation that doesn't have to be about a work project. Um, there's all kinds of ways to approach, um, you know, building a relationship that's, that's closer and I think um, filled with trust, you know, and, and awareness um, of each other and what we're bringing. So there's, there's quite a bit that we're going to dig into, but you will be able to walk away with a sense for who do you need to approach in what way and what's the prioritization within that as well. I love the org chart. I know we've talked about that because it applies to everything that we're uh, the three of us are going to be talking about. And and I also love the fact that it ties back into metrics, Crystal, for your part, because you you, you can't do it all yourself. We kind of already set that that baseline. But you also need to know who you go to to get those metrics that matter. So you're asking the right people who care about those metrics. What are those metrics and what are we measuring to? But then you got to figure out where those metrics live and how to get to them and how to manage those relationships. Um, well, what, do you, what else do you think is going to come out uh, as a takeaway from the session, Crystal? So I think part of what we're going to be looking at is like, what are, if, if you've been wondering, like, what do I measure and how do I measure it? You know, again, can't beat those internal conversations, but it's also helpful to see you know, what are other people measuring? And so we will be discussing like, you know, what metrics are are measured in your organization and how do you measure those so that people can can come away with, um, I guess, the the uh, plethora of options. Sorry, my brain failed me for a minute. The, um, the a sort of a larger swath of options on different metrics that you can measure. What does it mean? How do you do it? And how do you set that up? So one of the things that we'll be sharing is an example dashboard um, that people can see. So I know visualization is often an issue 
for people. Like I just need to be able to see it so I can kind of visualize how it would work within my own organization. We're going to give people a chance to do that. Awesome. Uh, so, so example uh, visuals are dashboard and org chart. And then um, for me, it's also how the skill sets fit together. So um, there are going to be uh, drum roll, some job descriptions. And I don't mean like the <laughs> HR legal version of a job description for some of these folks. I'm going to be bringing um, the actual marketing versions, um, the go to market messaging um, job descriptions for some of these roles as I've built them um, in the past. And I'm also going to be sharing them in advance with Camille and Crystal so that they can weigh in. Um, so for those of you who are actually trying to build a team or trying to figure out what responsibilities do I need to be looking at? What do I need to be hiring for? And how do I need to be selling the opportunity? We'll be having some job descriptions. So you've got several different takeaways that we're going to have from the foundation session. But one of the things that I wanted to ask that none of you are prepared for is what are you excited about for Chicago? I can jump in and just say, first of all, I'm just excited that we're going to Chicago as a destination. <laughs> it is my hometown and I haven't been in a while. Well, let me take that back. I have been, but I was sick the entire time I was there. So I didn't enjoy Aww. it. This time I will stay healthy and will enjoy it. Um, so it's, it's a vibrant city that has so much um, history and character and life that I think anyone, whether you've been there before or not, is going to get a lot out of the trip. So I'm, I'm thrilled um, around that destination. But I think, too, it's, um, it's my first in-person summit with TBA. So I'm excited to just see people's faces, yeah. you know, get all of those small expressions and gestures that you miss on Zoom. Um, have some of the, you know, off to the side chats and um, informal conversations with people that also you miss in a virtual environment. So just feeling like you're part of a community, um, this community, TBA, and even employer brand in general has been so welcoming to me. Um, so I'm really excited to to kind of have that feeling of uh, that welcoming feeling in person. So as a, uh, as a native, uh, Chicagoan? Is that the right yes, term? Chicagoan. You are uh, correct. As a native Chicagoan, um, what do you tell people who visit that they cannot miss? Uh, you, well, first and foremost, we have to talk food. So you cannot miss the deep dish pizza. Yep. We already I'm, had waiting, I'm waiting on at the edge of my seat. Which way is she going to go? <laughs> we've had it. We've had a, a couple of LinkedIn debates about this already. Um, but I, I, tend to say Giordano's um, is one that you need to try. Um, there is Lou Malmati's that is a front runner as well. Uh, so, the, and there's Uno's, um, original Uno's, not franchised Uno's. So there's, there's a lot to choose from. Um, there's also Chicago popcorn, staying on the theme of food. Yep. You must get the caramel and cheese mix. That's really the only way to go. Don't, don't go in there and ask for butter you will be laughed out of the store. Um, <laughs> and I think in terms of the city itself, like there's um, an area very near to where we'll be that called the Magnificent Mile. And there's a shopping area um, in an old water tower, near an old water tower called Water Tower Place. Lots of beautiful stores. And like you could do real shopping, you could do window shopping, you would be entertained mm -hmm. all day. Um, you also have things like, the aquarium and the science and industry museum and the, you know, art Institute. And 
the list goes on of those kind of landmarks. Um, but for me, I mean, I would love to just do like a horse and carriage ride around a couple of different areas of the city, see the sites, take it in, get a great meal and, um, you know, maybe go out on a boat onto the lake at night. That would be huge. Nice. Um, all of those things are excellent suggestions. And I know that uh, my family is going to be hopping around and seeing some of those things while uh, I'm at Summit. Uh, but we're also going to do that, uh, do some of that, those things together. Um, I will, I will also admit I have only had Malnati's. So, uh, well, you I'll have some to work see. to do. <laughs> I have some work to do. Um, I am going to tell my, um, my palate and stomach, uh, to prepare for that journey. Um, Crystal, what about you? What are you looking forward to in Chicago? I really enjoy the aha moments that I have at Summit. So it doesn't matter how long uh, you've been in talent branding, talent attraction, employer branding, recruitment marketing, whatever section of it you want to call it. There are no definitive experts, right? There's There's no one who's done it all and seen it all. Like It's still too evolving of a field to really be there. Um, so every time that I go to, uh, to summit and, and every time really that I spend time with TBAers, I come away from those conversations, looking at something a little bit differently than I did when I walked into the conversation. So there's a lot of aha moments and I love the format of TBA. It's not, you know, two or three days of someone talking at you or a bunch of someone's talking at you. It's a bunch of people talking with each other to better understand, to problem solve, to nerd out, you know? And so there's a lot of opportunities for aha moments. So you're not leaving with one or two, you leave with like a dozen or more of things that you can be like, oh, uh, you know, I, I, I look at this a little different now and how can I apply this into my day to day? So, you know, for me, I work on the agency side. So that's, that's implementing with a lot of different organizations. But I think whether you work with one organization or 20, it doesn't really matter. It's those aha moments are actionable. It's not just theoretical. And that feels really good because it feels like for me, at least, you know, I leave there feeling like I've really invested my time well. Um, So not only did I get to spend, you know, good quality time with people I care about, I leave there with, with a lot of deep learnings and, and things that I can put into, into play. That's, that's a good reminder. Um, and I, I take it for granted a lot, right? Because we've been doing this since 2018 from a summit perspective and understanding that we're there um, to, to learn from all the other people who are attending. And so we actually take those, what, what you might have referred to Camille as hallway conversations, right? Those side chats, like that's the, that's the event uh, is the, is the chat so that you can catch up, learn, um, meet new people, do all those things, and then experience some things that you've never done before, most likely never done before. Um, so you've been to Chicago before, haven't you, Crystal? Yes. In fact, we were just there in July. We had a, a like a salon, I guess that's what you call it, an industry salon where we had um, friends in the industry together for a dinner. We had paella. So the paella club, taking that on the road. Maybe we'll get to that. <laughs> around summit but if not it'll be coming to a city near somebody soon so but yeah we we have i don't know i don't know chicago nearly as intimately as either one of you i think um 
I tend to find like, here's the square mile I really enjoy. Yeah. So I'm going to hang out here. <laughs> so, you know, just why I've been to Barcelona like six times and there's still, I think, half the city I have yet to explore. So, so for me, I spend a lot of time, um, off the, uh, the shoreline in, um, my brain just broke the gold coast, I guess is what it's called. Um, because uh-huh. that's, that's where I know people. <laughs> so that's what I do. But, um, this time I'm going to try to break out and do a couple of different things. Very cool. Um, and the, um, uh, in case uh, anybody's not familiar, um, Summit is actually hosted at the Chicago Athletic Association or Chica- Chicago Athletic Hotel. And so, got my room. I got yeah? my room this week. Yes. Awesome. There's a lot of cool stuff to do. Um, there are a lot of uh, areas within the hotel and around that are inspired by prohibition and speakeasies and that sort of that sort of feel. So that should give you a little bit of a clue. Um, I don't know if you can consider yourself athletic while drinking, um, or even if you don't drink, you can still be athletic. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Um, but but it's there's a lot of things to do, some fun games and some um, some things to see and explore. It's actually a historical landmark. Uh, the the hotel is so um, definitely excited to to dig in and see some of those things. And also uh, we have an excursion planned uh, within the city of Chicago. So a lot of good things to coming up. And um, want to uh, want to make sure that people know that um, you know when you when you travel, you want to see part of the city. And also, we're going to have a, a, a spotlight on um, local Chicagoan. So I'm going to keep saying that now with emphasis because I know that I know that it's the right one. Uh, we're going to have an emph- uh, a spotlight on local uh, Chicagoan talent branders uh, because there are quite a few uh, of us in the area as well. So really excited for for that. Excited to learn from both of you because, as we said, there are no experts. Um, for me, um, I think uh, that first day um, when you go to an event, you're a normal event, a quote-unquote normal event. You you meet one or two people. You might hit it off, and you realize that you've got something in common. You stick to them like glue, usually for the rest of the event because it's easy and you know them. They become familiar and. Um, because we're humans, we're creatures of habit, and we want to be where we're where we feel safe. Well, this first this foundations workshop is going to be setting the stage with twenty five people, and we're going to be getting into it. We're going to be digging into the details, sharing what's working, what's not working, talking about uh, and working through some of these things. And so you should be able to walk away with twenty four other people who who know, a bit more about who you are, what you love, um, what you care about, what you're challenged with. And then those are people that you can carry forward within the event and well beyond Summit. So that's one of the things that I love about Summits is that it's engineered to help you build those connections so that you, you, you walk away with a whole bunch of friends that you can ask questions to two months, eight months later around the things that you learned and picked up and the experiences that you had. Um, anything else that y'all would want to, uh, to throw on the pile? Uh, I know Camille, you haven't been to an in-person summit before, which just blows my mind, you, but you went to a, you went to a virtual summit. So I guess in my mind, I'm thinking that you were there, uh, but yeah. the physical, the, virtu- the, the actual um, in-person summits are an, another experience altogether. So I'm excited to do that. Any, what else, what else are y'all looking for? Want to let people know they can look forward to. Just a little um, hint, 
and this is not my personal knowledge, but I did hear from someone who lives in Chicago right now that there is a rooftop in this hotel, um, as part of this hotel, that is very, very cool and has an amazing view. So just wait for that. Make sure that that's on your agenda um, to spend some time socializing there. I'm, I'm sure there'll, there'll be a lot of talent branders heading up um, to check out the rooftop. How about I think you, Crystal? Also, kind of a sport in the summer, right? Rooftopping, um, and we're very <laughs> much so. <laughs> so I think you know one of the things you have to look forward to is that in a lot of conferences where you're kind of left to figure out who those two or three people are that you're going to stick to, that's really not the case here. Brian and and Will and Rachel and team have done a really great job over the years of making sure that there are activities early on in the conference for you to have the opportunity to meet people. So it's not just like a, well, we're sure you'll meet someone you like, like it's, it's guided, it's facilitated. And I think that's a really great word for the whole conference is facilitated. Yeah. It's we're, and we don't have speakers, right? We have, we have facilitators of great discussion, which I think is very, is a very different mentality. It's also something you have to like, explain to people and then tell them again and then tell them what you told them. Um, because, because they don't understand you, people are used to the, to old formats. Um, but I think there are people who are, uh, who are learning and enjoying, um, a, a different format where, where we share the knowledge and we understand that there's not one right way to do it. There's at least 16, but we want to figure out which ones, uh, make sense for your type of organization or your challenges. Um, thank you so much for, for hopping in, having a quick chat, with, uh, with me, with each other. Uh, and I look forward to continuing to build out some of these resources. Um, you heard it here, y'all. We've got a lot of uh, takeaways that are going to be built into the Foundations Workshop. So take a look. Go to talentbrand.org slash summit. Uh, you'll get a whole bunch of information there, links to the full agenda, as well as a little more about the Foundations Workshop itself. Can't wait to see you in Chicago this October. Camille, Crystal, thank you so much for joining me. And I can't wait to see you in Chicago. See you there. Yeah.